At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Hello. If you're listening to me, then you have downloaded one of the archival episodes of Pod on Pod. This is a show that doesn't really exist anymore. I am Joel Sharpton. I'm one of the hosts. Josh Shirley is my co-host. And for a couple of years, we reviewed podcasts under the title of Pod on Pod. We have since moved. And you can now find all of our reviews, subscribe to us, and get the latest stuff at alwayslisteningpod.com. Or follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, at alwayspod. Or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash alwayslisteningpod. Now, enjoy the review. There's only 24 hours in a day I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through Where the world is dark and boring Let us do your exploring At the bank of Antandek they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. <laughs> Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasting because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. And I'm Joel. This week we're going to be discussing Oh No, Ross and Carrie. It's a Max Fun show. Woohoo, Max Fun! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a great show, uh, but before we get to that, we'll tell you a little bit about ourselves in case you've stumbled upon this podcast by uh, accident. We're Pod on Pod. We review a different podcast every week for you to help you find your next favorite show. We think there's a tremendous amount of great content out there, and nobody's talking about all of it. More importantly, there's a tremendous amount of not good content. Ah, uh, this is also true. That's true. And most people don't have the time to wade through it. So what ends up happening is you just go, I, I'll just go to ESPN. I'll just go to NPR. And so you only listen to the things that you already are listening to anyway through traditional media. There's so much original stuff out there in the world of podcasting, and we like to highlight some of those things. Oh No, Ross and Carrie is the show that we're going to be discussing this week, and we'll break that show down with four criteria, audio quality host likability, the production values, and then the content itself. We'll also give you some alternate names for the show and then round it all out by giving you an overall rating. Just like Siskel and Ebert gave a movie one thumb up, two thumbs up, no thumbs up, we're going to give this show earbuds in. That's right. So we'll start it off, though, by telling you a little bit about the show itself. Oh No, Ross and Carrie. It's the show where they don't just report on spirituality, fringe science, and the paranormal, but they actually show up 
and attend all of these sort of things themselves. They undergo alternative treatments. They partake in paranormal investigations. They even join different religions and uh, cults. It's a really interesting show. The idea is that they're, just like we're exposing you to new podcasts so that you don't have to, they're exposing you to all of these fringe things that maybe your aunt sent you a chain letter about and you wondered, that doesn't sound quite right. They're showing up so you don't have to. That's their tagline. Got anything to add there? No. All right. That's, that was a very thorough explanation. Excellent. All right. So the hosts are Ross Blocker. Blocker? Blosher? Sure. Okay. Ross Blocker and Carrie Poppy. Uh, and they're with the Max Fun Network. The first episode, based on their experiences at the Kabbalah Center, was released in March of 2011. The show was independently distributed for a while, and then they joined the Maximum Fund Network in January of 2014, uh, so just earlier this year. And this is one of the ones that is generally a monthly podcast. Yeah. Occasionally, they'll do two in a month, but most of the time, it's like every four or five weeks, you get a new episode. And part of that is about... They have to do it. Yeah, they do a lot of research right. before they do the show, so they can only do so many. You can find out more, by the way, at onopodcast.com. There's also a show that heavily pushes listener donations. They did that even before they joined the Maximum Fund Network. And then, of course, the Maximum Fund Network does a big annual drive, just like NPR or PBS. Well, but in, in, in this show in particular, they have real costs, man. I mean, they're having to go out and do these things, and sometimes they have to buy equipment to to do them they have to pay for sessions if they're doing like acupuncture so their their cost to put on the show is probably on the higher side compared to most podcasts i was really excited to listen to the show and i had actually sampled one episode once before when i first heard about it this was six months ago or so i listened to an episode about the sikhs i think which i had a friend in college that was a sikh and so i thought oh well that'll be interesting to hear a different perspective on that um, and it was. It was a pretty interesting episode. But I didn't subscribe back then. So I gave it another try. This time I sampled the episodes about 9-11 truthers, about oil pulling, and breast and penis enlargement. Those were the three episodes I listened to. Okay. The episodes I listened to were exorcism, oil pulling, and dousing. Did they get exercised? No. Well, <laughs> right. Carrie did, yes. Okay. All right. Good. Suppose, what, listen yeah, to the we'll, episode. We'll get there in a minute. Really, really interesting concept, first of all. Let's just talk about that first off. When you first heard of this idea or when you first understood what the show was about as you listened to the first episode, I'm, I'm not sure if you knew about it beforehand. Like, Is it something that you thought you'd be into? Yeah. I mean, you know what? I'm just going to put this out here on the top. That's fine. Okay. There are a lot of reasons. There are a lot of things about this show that I understand that I should like. I like, I, I like the concept. I love the concept of the show. I don't like the show. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Not every show is for everybody. And one of the one of the reasons that we break the our show down the way that we do uh, into those four categories is because a lot of times you might listen to a show and you're like, every all of my friends say I should like this. I think I I hear what the show's about and I think yeah, I should like this show. And yet I'm listening to this and this is not for me. And it's because it goes off the rails in one of those four areas generally. For you, I think maybe host likability is right off off the top where it goes. Oh, yeah. What, so why don't we start there? I was excited mostly about listening to the oil pulling episode. You, you talked about the fact that like they have costs and stuff. Right. This is something I had heard about. And as crazy as it sounded and as unappealing as it sounded – I have thought several times about giving it a try because of the vast number of benefits that are ascribed to it. And the people that do it will like 
swear to you, I've lost 30 pounds. My well, skin fanat- is clearer. That's fanatics on anything. I mean, I, I guess so. But I was so excited that somebody else was going to do it, and then I could hear actual results. So that was the first episode that I listened to and kind of my like reintroduction to these two voices and where I started. That was the second episode I listened to. By the time that I had gotten there, though, you had already sent me a text message talking about the fact that you kind of didn't like, in particular, you don't you don't care for Carrie. Yeah, and I grew to hate Ross. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Carrie. <laughs> a slow growing hate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carrie Poppy, uh, the female host, just right off the bat, she hits you crosswise. Did you have like an ex girlfriend named Carrie or something that we don't know about? What, what, what was it that, that set you a ride? Okay, so Ross is married. Carrie has a boyfriend. Right. I assumed going into this, these were like partners, like boyfriend, girlfriend, oh, that they husband, were together. wife. Right. I see. And starting it off, I didn't know that Ross was married and I didn't know that she had a boyfriend. So listening to it, I'm like, oh, man, this chick is just trying too hard. (laughs) And I still feel that way, but not because I thought she was trying to hook up with Ross. She just is annoying. You just for whatever reason, just scratches like it's like the little kid. It's like you remember the old cartoon with the. uh, with the mice and the like, uh, there's a bigger mouse and the, he's like, "Get away from me, kid! You bother. <laughs> yeah, you're bothering like, me." Yes, <laughs> I felt like the big mouse and she was little mouse, always bothering me. Get away from me, Carrie! You bothering yes. me. Yes. All right, uh, fair enough. I I like both of them. Truthfully, here's here's where nobody I'll- nobody is as Mayberry <laughs> as Ross. There's not. There's nobody as Mayberry and wholesome as this guy. Seems to be. Well, you were talking about this. So first of all, I guess I should point out this is an explicit show. They do occasionally curse. And in a couple of episodes, like in particular in the breast enlargement and penis enlargement episode, like they talk about some subject matter you probably wouldn't want to have your kids in the car for or whatever. But in general, it's a fact-finding show. You wouldn't think about it being dirty. Carrie does let her language fly, which is why it's explicit. She doesn't censor herself and they don't edit them out. Yeah, but it's not gratuitous. No, no, no. She just – when she feels like saying an F-bomb, she drops an F-bomb. And Ross almost never. Yeah, I don't – I can't think of – Once you pointed it out, I don't remember hearing yeah. him ever curse. And as a matter of fact, a couple of times I remember him saying something almost or like, oh, let's keep it – you know, let's get it back on topic or almost being embarrassed at whatever it was that she was alluding to. I was going to say that he's a little anal. Like, he is thorough, I guess I should say. Like, he's very ordered. It's every time. And, I mean, I guess it makes perfect sense for him to do a show like this then. Because, like, when he's talking about his investigations, he's like, I wrote this chart and I kept it over 64 days. Oh, and yeah, Carrie's yeah. like, yeah, I did it two or three times a yeah. week and I thought about it a little right, bit. Right, but that's a good part. That's a good thing to have in yes. a show. Oh, no. You would definitely want these two. Notice. But- I didn't say that's a good part of this show. I said <laughs> this is a good thing to have in a show. <laughs> Here's the thing that, that rubbed me the wrong way about both of them, truthfully. And I don't know why any more in this podcast than another it, it kind of was pointed out to me. The show was full of moments where I thought, God, that is a first world problem. Oh, yeah, all the time. Like All the time. This is a very privileged audience show. And, and it. I mean, I guess all podcasting is, if you think about it, if you're a producer of a podcast or even someone who's listening to a podcast, it's likely that you're doing so on a device, even if you didn't specifically pay 600 bucks for, that costs six or $700 and you've got a $80 cell phone bill every month to listen to it on or whatever. Or you've got a $500 computer that you're listening to it on. I'm saying the people listening to it on the library PC with borrowed headphones are few and far between. Oh, yeah. Well, I got to tell you, I'm usually excited about the assignments that we have. 
to listen to the shows that we have even if you about. don't even if you're not going to like the show it's good to hear what somebody else does this is the first time man it felt like work <laughs> that bad huh yeah all right well so i think we've covered host likability let's go into audio quality this is not the worst professionally recorded show that I've heard or that I no, listen every, to. No, uh, the my only like it to me it's a good concept. It could be a great just recast it. Well, and here's the thing, it's the kind of concept that will likely outlive Ross and Carrie when they decide to retire and do something else. Like they don't have to be Shunned off because obviously the fans of the show like them just fine. You and I are not necessarily the fans of the yeah, show. Yeah, no, and I hey, I completely get why this show is popular? I, under, I, I can I can see how people can be fanatical about this show and very defensive of the host. Good on you. I'm glad you're listening. They're not for me. Here's what bothered me as far as audio quality goes. It it's not the best recorded or produced show that I listen to as far as the profession. The ones that do it sort of for a living or at least for part of their living. And they're one of the only podcasts I listen to that mentions their producer by name in every single episode. They talk a lot about the fact that they have an, an independent, a third party, a producer. He doesn't talk on the show, but he, you would imagine, is the one actively recording them, and then he's the one editing and putting it all together. Like, if you got a guy, make it sound a little better. You know what I mean? It didn't bother me. I don't know. Anyway, that it tickled me a little bit. Like, that, 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 that bothered me slightly. Let's move to production values. Theme song, in and out. That's about it. Yep, yep. But which I love. That's, no, absolutely. I, I like a show like that, very streamlined. Uh, I love their theme song, by the way. It's like it's a cute little do 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 do. You know, it's like fits the. It's mood. like an NPR. Yes, theme song. it's very much an NPR yeah. theme song. You could you could very much see this show on a Saturday afternoon on your local NPR station. This again goes on to the producer. Like it strikes me as weird that they make such a big deal about him being there, and they have well, like what does he do? What does that dude get paid to do exactly? <laughs> Nothing. Give a thumbs up, man. Oh, he just oh, sounds good, guys. Next episode, let's go. That let's move to the content. So you don't like the hosts? You said it was work. Yeah. What about the show itself? Like, can it, can the concept rise above the hosts? The concept can, but it can't in the way that they choose to present that content. Okay. So generally, let's just take. We'll take the oil pulling. A perfect example since we both have okay. the context there. Right. So quickly, the idea of oil pulling is that you take – and there are three or four different kinds that are generally used, but it's like sunflower oil, sesame oil, or coconut oil. You take a small amount, like a teaspoon, put it in your mouth before you brush your teeth in the morning, and you swish it around slowly, kind of lazily uh, for – 20 minutes or so. The idea is that this pulls out toxins and just generally makes your body better. Yep. Exactly what you just said. Could have been the entire show. <laughs> well, I mean, you would then want them to say how it actually worked when they did it. Like there's right, another right, five exactly. minutes or so. Yeah, yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> of course. That's what you listen for. Right. <laughs> but to have to listen to 20 minutes of the mouth feel and how gross it was to have the oil in their mouth just dragged the show down. I mean, it drug the show into the ground. You know what's great about that, though? That's why a good podcaster, uh, a good podcatcher app will have a, a, a quick forward button for 15 seconds forward, and you could just skip through a conversation like that. Also, and then, and then just the way they talk about things. So they explain that you probably shouldn't spit it into the sink. 
Right. Uh, yeah, because I mean, and anybody knows, like you, you're not supposed to pour pour oil down the drain. Period. But he spit it in the sink. She would spit it in the drain while she showered, or would spit it in the toilet because that's used to poop, and they giggled <laughs> over that. I just laughed over it too. It's funny. It's funny because I'm telling you, it's not funny. It's not in context. It's not funny. <laughs> well, I don't. I thought it was a little funny. I didn't laugh out loud when they said it in the show, I don't think. And terrible sex puns, man, set these guys off. <laughs> well, I, see, I think that's the <laughs> I think that's the interplay. I think the fact that Carrie is a little bit uh you know, more raw on those sorts of things and Ross is more reserved for But it's so reason. not raw though. Well maybe they're playing it up. Maybe maybe that's part of the shtick. I'm, I'm, I'm a little defending now. I'm That's a little fine. walking it back. That's fine. And then to know that this – first off, I'm sorry. You don't have a drinking game. <laughs> you do not – if there's 13 rules to a drinking game, not a drinking game does that make. Uh, the drinking game was mentioned in the oil pulling episode too? Was Through that- the whole – Episode. They missed it. Oh, oh, that's right. That was the running gag. That, well, because they had just gotten the idea from one of their listeners or whatever, and so the the gag was in that episode. They did all of them. I can't keep up with. I can't keep up with all that. Like, if they do something, if they do, if they have three ticks, right? Three things that they do over and over. Right. There you go. Boom. Drinking game. I don't need two and a half pages to remember how to play this game. Well, the beauty is you if they had a producer, then they could cut out all the ticks and you wouldn't have that problem. That's what happens on this show. I, I try to cut out the vast majority of our ticks on this show so that we don't uh, – we aren't exposed uh, like that. I wish like, we had You want to know what a good drinking game for a Kevin Smith podcast is? <laughs> all right. What? If you hear a lighter strike drink yes. game over, that's it. You got a good drinking game. You'd be pretty loaded. That's, that's a true story. Here was my thing as far as the, the content itself goes. Oh, and like, Ross – I think he's a hidden racist, man. Why do you say that? Okay. <laughs> so, in the oil pulling episode. All right. Toward the end, he's like, yeah, you can chew on sun- – no, it wasn't sunflower seeds. The sesame seeds. Sesame seeds. You chew on the sesame seeds, you make, you make like a pulp. pulp. and it whitens your teeth. Yes. And she does it and she spits it in the trash can. And <laughs> it's like, hey, look at this. But the way he chose to describe it was, man, that looks like the rice pudding served at the end of an Indian meal. But have you How seen, insensitive. Have you seen the rice pudding served at the end of an Indian sure. meal? Sure. Would I ever describe it that way? <laughs> if he was – if if his co-host was an Indian co-host. Have you chewed up – have you recently chewed up a mouthful of sesame seeds and spit it out in a trash can to see what it looks like? That's I bet it looks point. exactly That's like that. That's not the point. <laughs> I'm saying I think he accurately described it. That's my that's my point. Here's Here's how I feel about the content. I think that – my boss recently told me in my day job, my boss recently told me that uh, I was aggressively opposed to stupidity. <laughs> this show fits in well with that. Like it's all about, okay, you heard that crazy thing. Well, let's see about that crazy thing that you heard so that the next time you don't just have to tell the person that's talking to you about it. I, that sounds crazy and I'm not interested in that. You can say that doesn't work and here's why it doesn't work or here's how it doesn't work or stamping out ignorance. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I'm all, I'm fully on board. The I love the, thing, again, I love the concept. I think it's a great concept. The one thing I will say, you know, occasionally they do religious episodes or like the the quote-unquote cult episodes. Theoretically those could offend somebody if you're a believer or or if you've got family members that are a, a member of that well, religion or give, something. And to give and to give an accurate view, it's not always only Ross and Carrie. 
They have experts on sometimes. In those, show, in those shows, I, I have found that I like better. So there you go. That's the real answer. They need guests more. They need like a, a longer interview segment and less just them. Yeah. If you're the kind of person who watches like The Secrets of the Masons or like marathons on the History Channel of, you know, ancient aliens and that kind of stuff, this show is a show you're probably going to like, I, I would imagine. Well, and you know the part of the show that I like the best? The end? Well, no, but it's real close to the end. <laughs> okay. When they rank things. Oh, I do really like the way that they define it. I do too. Like, uh, so at the end of the show, they how how creepy was this on a scale of one to ten? How and sexy they, was it? Yes. How harmful Expensive, was it? Expensive. Yeah. All those things. Um, and then they give an example of what is a one on that scale and what's, what's a ten a, on that yeah. scale. They're often similar, but they're always a little funny. What we like to do before we wrap up our show here is we like to give the show alternate names. Yeah. I would call it Crazy Stupid Podcast. Um, dude, I think they I think they almost nailed it. Uh, oh, no, Ross and Carrie? Right. They okay. just left a word out. All right. Oh, no, it's Ross and Carrie. <laughs> like if it was a show with rotating hosts on the <laughs> weeks where they were on, you'd be like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. It's Ross and Carrie. Um, so I think I think they got real close. So you just change the you change the punctuation at the end instead of an exclamation point. You make it I don't know like a a sad face. <laughs> yeah, an emoticon. <laughs> How about you could call it testing chain letters? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, that that'll probably be one that they do. Yeah. May, well, I mean, like I feel like that's mostly what. Let's they just do. start sending them chain letters <laughs> and let's hope they work. Like they just end up with terrible luck. Or you could call it Ross, Carrie, and the Crazies. Uh, I got no excuses for a Ross and Carrie. <laughs> All right. Did you have a favorite uh, moment? And the- here's the tagline. Okay. I even came up with a tagline. All right. Okay. You ready for this? Yes. Oh, no. It's Ross and Carrie. What you expect to hear before and after waterboarding. <laughs> That's terrible. Did you have a favorite moment? When you were done listening to your required episodes, um, yeah, no, I did. I like, I like the, I do like the rankings. And so, okay. on one episode, the creepiness ranking was a ten. Was so like a one was uh, a mother pushing her child in a stroller. So not creepy at all. Not creepy at all. Okay, a ten would be your babysitting a kid, and you go up to tuck him in at night, and you tell him the story, and you tuck him in. He says, "Are you going to tuck her in too?" And when you're like, who are you talking about? He points behind you to the corner and says, her. She wants to be tucked in, too. And whenever you look in the corner and you don't see anything and you turn back to the kid and his eyes are all black. <laughs> so that's a, that's a 10 that's on a the creepiness scale. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that, my, that's, that's, all, that's my favorite part of each show. My favorite moment was in the breast and penis enlargement episode. Ross was firm <laughs> on the pronunciation of the word Flaxid. He said that, flaccid. Yes, he says that the the proper pronunciation is flaccid penis, and and Kerry was arguing with him. He says, no, no, no. You look it, the, when the rules for the two C's in a row, if it's followed by an I or an E, the first C is hard. And he gave an, another example where that's the case. If it's followed by an O or a U, it's you know blah blah blah. It's a soft C. And he gave an example where that's the case. She whatever in use it's been blah 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 back and forth. And he responded this. It's flaccid penis. I'll say it correctly if I want to. This is a learning moment for people. (laughs) 
That was my favorite moment of the show. Uh, so before we wrap up today, we're going to uh, give this show an overall rating out of a two possible earbuds. We can give it zero. We can give it one. We can give it two. Uh, just like Siskel and Ebert gave it thumbs up, we're going to give it earbuds in. I say one and a half. I, I like most of what they're doing here. Occasionally they can rub you the wrong way. I think people that are interested in this sort of thing on TV or you know on the internet in general, I think they're going to love this style of podcast. It's a, it's a really good one for a lot of folks, I think. And it's shown so in their iTunes ratings. I'm sure it is great for a lot of folks. I'm not a lot of folks. So I give it a one and a half. You give it a... Here's how I do my rating. Oh, all right. A half an earbud is worse <laughs> The no earbud. Because it's it's like showing you how little you care. I yes. care so little for you that I'm going to point it out and make it obvious that I marked here. I didn't forget right. to check the box. I checked it, and I checked it very little. But if I give it a half an earbud, it will give it a total of two earbuds. Which is no good for you? Which I don't particularly like. All right. You're going to break off the first quarter earbud? But I'm going to stick with it. All right. And I want to say the show gets half an earbud from me. <laughs> All right. There you go. So that's for an overall ranking of two earbuds from the team here at Asterix. Pod on Pod. Asterisks for the two earbuds from the team at Pod on Pod. Speaking of, you can find more at podonpod.com. You can find more from Ross and Carrie at onopodcast.com. Or, of course, look for them on the Maximum Fun Network in iTunes, etc., Stitcher, all over the place. Um, thanks to everybody who's been tweeting about us on Twitter, following us on Facebook. Thanks to those who have submitted their podcast to A be reviewed. A ton of support. Yeah. Not, not just from listeners, but from the podcast community. And it's been nice. Well, and that's what's really cool is like hearing other podcasters come out and say, hey, well, I've been listening to the show and it's really cool. And we've had several point out, hey, I disagree with this or I disagree with that. Also... Here's a real here's a moment for a correction. We we've been corrected. UCB, as discussed in the very first review of Doug Loves Movies, mm-hmm. is where they host their show. I said it was Cal Berkeley. You didn't correct me. I didn't because I thought maybe I was wrong. Yeah. The the real answer is what you originally imagined it was. It's the Upright Citizens Brigade. Right. And I should have known that. Here's the thing, and this is my own ignorance. I imagine the Upright Citizens Brigade. Their theater was a – I knew that was the name of the troupe. I thought their theater was named something else. I'm an idiot. But I've been corrected and I appreciate you. Thanks to everybody who's been listening to the show. The downloads, uh, the support has all been really, really uh, – well, it's been humbling. We'll keep reviewing though and keep uh, bringing new episodes to you, bringing new podcasts to you all at podonpod.com through our friends at teamprocreate.com. You got anything? Yeah, this show is for the listeners. So the more feedback we get, the better we can tailor the show to you guys. Absolutely. Tell us if there's uh, a show that you want us to review, if there's a kind of genre that we haven't hit yet. And something else that we're thinking about doing, and this is a great idea from you, we're going to do some specials, I think, over the summer, uh, maybe headed into the fall, where in one episode, we'll listen to and review three or four different shows about the similar topic. Hey, here's three three podcasts about Game of Thrones. Or Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Exactly. And here's what we liked about each different one. Here's our favorite of the three. We're going to do some of that soon. If you've got a a topic that you'd like us to check out, just uh, email us. Podonpod at iCloud.com. So until next week, I'm Joel. I'm Josh. And we are not Ross and Carrie. Word.
Two Guys and a Rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is The Network. At the Bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon. Or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Tune into Haycar's new podcast series, The Road to a Simple Life. And join me, Vernon Kay, as I chat to McFly's Harry Judd, Ian Haste of Haste Kitchen, and Money Magpie's Jasmine Bertles about how they keep things simple across their family, food, and financial lives. The Road to a Simple Life is brought to you by Haycar, the new website for used cars that promise to make finding your perfect used car simpler than ever. Find us on all major podcast channels or head to heycar.co.uk forward slash simple for all of the episodes.